0: guys and welcome to episode number 2 from online with Ammer the internet guy. In this one, Mike and I are discussing how far has web development become and what are the main mistakes that you should avoid when building your website. Bear in mind that this is information directed to business owners and entrepreneurs who are not necessarily techies. So the mistakes we talk about are not technical uh, mistakes that I am telling developers and web designers about, but they are mistakes that a lot of business owners are doing. And then, if they avoid these mistakes, they'll be more successful. So let's get right into episode number two.
1: So, um, but you, so you got into it pretty much at the like beginning of the internet. So you've been doing that for a long time, right? Yeah. Uh, how far has web development come?
0: Like, oh, man, you have no idea. Yeah. Something that used to take me maybe five days to do, I can do now in five minutes instead. Uh, everything, the speed, because you see, like, at the time, um, that old slow internet dial-up with the modems that make noise, yeah. and uh, you'd wait for three, four minutes before any page becomes available, even though those pages only had text and images. There was nothing. Yeah. Today we're watching Netflix, and you're sitting home, and you're watching, like, a full movie, on your couch and you don't think behind like, how is this made available? Like, you know, what the servers that are actually streaming this, how strong they are, how secure they must be, the bandwidth that you have in your house and the bandwidth that they have at Netflix. Like, these things interest me. I know they're boring for most people, but like, I always wanna know like, how do you make this possible? How do you have an app? Anybody, like, how do you have an app? You click on the phone and you can transact right away and it's like what?
1: Yeah, yeah no it's insane it's especially in
0: the amount of time just the, the boom in the
1: last 20 years yeah. is insane I and mean, it's every couple of years it just keeps on getting more and more crazy um what would be like the biggest mistake you see
0: people making with their business websites the biggest mistake would be not to have a, a goal for the website like a lot of people think a website uh, is something that looks good which is of course you don't want your website to be ugly but it has to have a job like you if you invest 10 dollars on your website it has to do something and if you invest 10000 dollars it has to do something so either way first before if you most people you know if you're starting out for example you have an idea and you want to build a website before building the website get a piece of paper write down what the goal of the website what do you want it to do For you first, so many people would say, oh, sales, we want more leads from the website. Great, now think about what should it do to the website visitor. So for the visitor to give you their phone number and email or name and email, what are they gonna get, right? So you have to have one of these, uh, We like in the industry, we call them call to actions, which is a button that's clickable or something, uh, but you need to have a lead magnet so something on the website that entices the user or the visitor like they're getting a piece of information that they will not find elsewhere something unique they're downloading a report or or you know they're uh some people say yeah subscribe to my newsletter but if i don't know you i'm not going to like if i'm coming to this website for the first time yeah i'm not going to subscribe to your newsletter i like i don't know if you're going to spam me or if you're going to send me an email every day or, or not, like I have no idea. Yeah. But if there's a report or something of value, a downloadable of some sort that I could not find elsewhere and that is of interest to me, yeah, I'm going to give you my name and my email to get that report. That's fine. So that's the the magnet. And many people think, we just put the website there and it let it do its job. Like if you build it, there will come. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work anymore. You you have to actually build it with purpose. The the second thing, which is something that very recently Google started to pay attention uh, about, is the loading speed. So forever, people didn't care about how long their website took to load, the the home page specifically, and now Google will penalize you if it takes more than 2.5 seconds. So in Google's SEO algorithm, they also check how long it takes to load. And now people started to realize that websites are taking like, I don't know, nine seconds more, uh, eight, five, yeah, whatever, yeah. but not 2.5 or less. And and that's a problem. And the, the biggest problem with that is because you're only looking at the aesthetics of it and the look and feel, you could bog down the website with huge images that take forever to load. Yeah, And I'm not saying don't use them, By all means, your website should look great. But these images, they need to be proficiently treated before they go on. So like resized, compressed in a way that they actually load faster. And these are like the two main issues that if you do today, you're gonna have a better result on your website. Uh,
1: With like website developers now, like back in the day, you really needed to know HTML. Like you needed to know it, like I said, or JavaScript. Now, People can sign up. Yeah, now we're lazy. We don't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. Which one's your favorite?
0: <laughs> like, like, tell, tell me what one is your favorite to use or. Does. I love WordPress. Generally speaking, I learned it in 2009, and I just found my way through bits and pieces in WordPress. And at the time, I would probably not build everything on WordPress. I would still code some, you know, some of the stuff. And WordPress wasn't as strong back then as it is right now. Uh but right now pretty much like I rarely have to look at code anymore. Yeah. Like if you know HTML and, and cascading style sheets or CSS, your job is so much easier anyway. Yeah. You know, when you look at code and, and fix things because there are still some things. There are way easier like you know, if you can go and change one word in the code
1: yeah.
0: in a, a second or do ten clicks in WordPress to reach the area where you make the change. You know, uh, visually without coding. Yeah. So yeah, if you have this knowledge, it helps. But if you don't, it doesn't matter. You can still be a web designer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, like we were talking about earlier off off camera, was uh, like just business owners and CEOs and people doing their own websites. And uh, why do you think they're doing that? Like,
0: why? I'd love to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what a, I I um, I was intrigued. Uh, because I I'm a member like all of us on some business groups on Facebook, and one of the biggest business groups that I'm a member of, I always see people complaining about web designers. So it does look like web designers have a bad reputation. I have no idea why. So I asked a simple question. I didn't like I didn't want to go and say like Why are you guys complaining about web designers? Yeah. But I said, okay, this question is for business owners who did their own website. Could you please let me know, why did you end up doing it yourself? And I was surprised 90% of the answers cited bad experience. Yeah. So now I kind of know that somehow within the business world, web designers have a reputation and I'm on a mission to try and change that. Yeah. But I wanna first understand where, does it come from like where does the reputation what would push a business owner to completely not use a professional any professional like it doesn't have to be me you yeah. anybody like why why would you go solo and try to do something that is not your core yeah. you know like you're, you're a plumber you're a coach you're a an accountant why are you going to spend hours learning web design just to do your own website instead of focusing on your business and your customers.
1: Yeah. yeah, a, it's a difficult middle ground. I think even more so now, especially with COVID going on, like, uh, people don't have that extra, that extra dollar to give out for stuff. So people are taking on those jobs, but sometimes your mentality could be worth more than that money you give out to do it. Because if you don't know what you're doing, it can be extremely stressful when something needs to, you need to get it done, yeah. and you have a time time limit. When you use an expert, obviously they can get it done within your time. Um, but like, uh, do you what would you say like um, when it comes to like, have you seen a lot some people that are like CEOs and people turn themselves almost into web designers and like be good at
0: it and yeah, on some of those business groups, I've seen some coaches for example, who used to be business coaches or like they're not necessarily um techies right yeah, yeah. but the experience that they learned during their journey building their own website made them switch to become web designers themselves instead of you know business coaches, yeah. so they become either you know uh web designers and web coaches, yeah. Or still keep the business coaching part but advise their coaches more about, you know, how to be more successful online and things like that. And, and yeah. it's a great thing if you're up for it. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to discourage people yeah. from learning more. Uh, in fact, like, my stance is use a professional when, when the professional is needed. Yeah. So there are some plumbing stuff, like web plumbing stuff yeah. underlying that, too technical that is really hard to do if you're doing it for the first time. And there's the easy stuff such as as writing your own blog posts and finding, you know, the images and trimming them and putting everything on the page and making it look good Uh, with the interface that you're given with WordPress or the other tools. That's so easy. It doesn't, you don't have to be technical, but the functionality like linking things together and, and getting those plugins to actually play nicely. And when somebody goes and fills the form on your website, you get an email and, you know, all these behind-the-scenes stuff. You don't need to worry about it yourself. Like, that's it's going to take you hours. And, you know, if you're not going to be doing this as part of your business that's going to make you money, there's no point of spending 30, 40 hours yeah. doing it on your own. Yeah. I think gen-
1: genu- generally... Um, it's a kind of almost like a, a stereotype, um, with web designers. And I don't even think it's web designers alone. I think the average human being, when it comes to, if they're not techie, the techie people always come off like they know everything. So, so it's, it's when you, it's, it's almost like who you're dealing with. Like yeah. if, if with you, you're a very personal guy, you're likable. So when I know people would love to work with you, you'd be fun to work with. You would listen to their, what they need for help. When you, when the average person, the techie people they deal with is yeah. Geek Squad, and Geek Squad comes to your house and treats you like you're an idiot because it's a problem they fix 50 times a day, yeah. and you have no idea how to fix it. I think that's where the problem is. Yeah. Is it's just it's an um, it's a personality
0: trait that it's not every one of them or at all. of course, it, it's, yeah, it's, we're it's, not generalizing. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, we're not all introverts. Yeah, not all techie's are introverts, and yeah. those those who are you know sometimes they come across much nicer than you would expect if they're given the chance yeah. uh but there are many people who focus on the problem not on the person yeah like if you one of the courses i used to teach before when in my back in my technology teaching days was uh we used to teach help desk professionals support it support professionals to be more personable yeah. so that course was mostly soft skills there was no technical there were some terms in it but we, we don't teach them how to solve the problem we teach them how to approach problem solving <laughs> so you know focus on the person not the problem like actually hear what the person is telling you try to rephrase it repeat it back to them make sure that you got what they're saying Um uh, match you know kind of their level of knowledge so so you're not trying to be like up there and looking down at whatever the problem is, yeah. and then explain it as much as possible. Now, not everybody likes to have full details. Um, I'm a, I am don't know. I'm a, I can talk forever about something that I'm passionate about, like yeah. technology or soccer. Uh, <laughs> but sometimes I find myself giving an awful lot of details to a customer who is not interested. Like, just make it work. Don't yeah, tell me yeah, how you yeah, did it. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. make it work. But sometimes I feel it's my duty to, because, you know, they own the website, they own the business. It's my duty to make sure that they have the information. And not only that, but if I'm hit by a bus tomorrow, at least they know what I've done on the website yeah. so they can go and get someone to help. Yeah. Instead of just like, oh, my web guy disappeared on me,
1: yeah.
0: and now I'm left high and dry and I don't know what to do.
1: Yeah, and I feel like they uh, there's a lot of them that, um, like business owners that might hire uh, website developers, and just expect them to do the work with no information given, yeah, and then as soon no as, it, as soon as it's done, they're like, "That's not what I wanted." Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, I, I like as a I, I'm editing a lot lately, and I can run into that too. Where yeah, if a person, it's almost like uh, while I'm editing, yeah, sometimes you'll get annoyed if there's too much input because you want to get creative in your own way. But if there's zero input, they don't. It's like, yeah, just be creative. That's more stressful.
0: Just many people crea- think. <laughs> when they outsource the website building part, yeah. that the designer would like make up the content for them, like find the images and write the text and whatever. But like you are the, as a business owner, you're the best person to pitch. You're the best person to speak about what you do. You're the best person who knows what makes you unique.
1: Yeah. Why
0: you started this business at the first place, right? Yeah. The web designer, no matter how good they are, they wouldn't know that,
1: yeah. right?
0: So think of it as um, a picture in a frame. If I'm building the frame for you that you're going to put on the wall and put the picture on it, in it, right? The picture itself comes from you. My job is to find the best place for that frame to be yeah. and the best looking frame, you know, in your room and setup up or whatever. Yeah. But the photo or the picture that goes in it, it's all up to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense, uh, and I feel that it's a lot of one or the other. Where the person has too many, too many eggs in the basket, they're going yeah. to too heavily within, or they're just stand off and expect everything to be done with no, yeah. no. No, knowledge I, I don't
0: want like uh, forty pages of content for a website yeah. that's five pages, yeah. and I have to rummage through and find out which piece of content goes where. Yeah. And I don't want no content either. Yeah. So I usually what I do is. Uh, I would create like a shared folder between me and the client. And inside the folder, there are many folders or subfolders per page. So one folder will be called Homepage. One folder will be called Contact Us. One folder will be called Our Services. Or photo Gallery. Like. Yeah. Or... And then in there, all what I want is the images that you want on that page. If you have them, if you don't happy to go around and find suitable images. There are so many like uh, sites stock where you can images. buy images, yeah. I don't normally like to use stock images because we want to keep the site unique, yeah. but there are so many scenarios where you need them. You know, yeah. you need stock images. So yeah. if you don't have them, that's fine. We can find something, but usually if you have a few, even if you're not sure where they go on the page, just put them in that folder. Image is not the issue. Text is, content is. We can get a, a copywriter, but again, the copywriter would cost you per word and they don't know your business the same way you do. Yeah. So even if you don't know what to write, a tip for every business owner, record it on your phone, just talk. Yeah. Pretend you're talking to us, pretend you're talking to somebody, pretend you're pitching uh, in a networking event or to someone you just met in the supermarket yeah. and who asks you, you know, what do you do? And you're, you're telling them, put this and then put this MP3 audio file in the folder and we'll figure it out. That, yeah, they that, can you know, they can
1: make it work with the words that might sound a little bit more professional
0: or whatever it is. Right? Yeah. yeah, we can then get an editor to make it, you know, more professional, whatever it is. Like th- there are different services that can be provided, but the base has to be there. Yeah.